had a different mindset this year because I was like, I know I'm going to finish. And I never questioned that I wasn't because I felt stronger and I knew I could do it. And we have Vinetta here and Koshenrola. Welcome to the group. So today is Friday. It's kind of different because today is the only day off of Angina, who is our special guest. It's amazing what she just recently did. And as you can see, she is in one piece on the other hand. And she's smiling. And you're going to hear a lot more story of what, what got her into this. But let me show you what we're going to be talking about today. All right, so let me share to you, excuse my desktop that needs to be cleaned up, but here you go. Look at her smiling all the way, Quinn and Tina. <laughs> and what happened? She, went, she won age group in her first 100-mile Zion race seven days after 70.3 PR in Oceanside. So this, for this particular days. one, these two races, this this race is where she crushed it happened only today <laughs> april so it's been like i think about two weeks ago so as yeah. you all know the triathletes out there oceanside 70.3 i believe that was april 2nd april 2nd <laughs> yeah. and that was the time when she also beat her swim pr on 1.2 mile swim and also beat her overall 70.3 pr seven days actually after that she went back to work <laughs> you know, she, has, she has to work so she went back to work and the next thing you know travel to utah and then to zion basically and she run her first 100 mile zion ultra on april 9th so that's the second weekend so we're gonna learn a lot about this because like who is this woman who wants to finish strong stay injury free and recover fast and she was only doing 1.5 hours per day training today we're going to be discussing how she was able to balance you know all everything all in her plate she's a wife mother full-time nurse triathlete and ultra runner that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah and also i mean just think about 100 mile right 100 mile how many hours was no, she training thank you <laughs> <laughs> not you, <laughs> not you, <laughs> but so, so, you know, and then also like, how do you, what can you do? So you don't burn out yourself. So you still have time for your family. So those are the topics that we're going to go over, uh, how to train for a triathlon while you're also wanting to do ultra run race. And actually, well, she's going to tell us more of like, why did she do that? And, uh, there's a lot more because we're going to be touching base also nutrition, race strategy. So, you know, if you are dialing in your nutrition, those are the things that, are, that we're going to touch base. Also, hopefully our goal is actually to give you, you know, different insights. What I want to know is how she recovered in those, in those seven days. That's, that's what she I got some know. magic, some superpowers <laughs> there. So uh, you'll, you'll hear about that because, yeah, I'm, I want to tell the story now. <laughs> I'm like trying to hold myself, but I want to say hello to those who are on the line, we got Joy we got and Vinetta. Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, right. Gloria. Gloria says hello from El Paso. Yep, yep. Iron Woman and Gina. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and yes. Uh, so people hi. are calling in. We got awesome. also Pauline calling in. Blaze, hello, hello, everyone. So if you guys are new in Ironman and Beyond, say hello, I'm new. Welcome to Ironman and Beyond. We do this one on a weekly basis. We do our best to give training resources. So you, you get pumped up. So you get some insights, some tips, some advices, and really see like your dreams are possible as well, because you're going to see today her dream just happened. Yeah. <laughs> and she just actually went over and beyond and still smiling. And like I said, it's like one piece here. All right. So Oan says, hi, Angina. You are awesome. There you go. You got some fans, Angina. So I want to know before we get started, you know, so 
who here, who here are, you know, you're a runner and also want to be a triathlete, but then sometimes you get confused. Like, I really want to run that trail, but I have a triathlon coming up. How do you even balance it? You know, you got swim, bike and run. Tell me if you got some of those races, you know, like, do you have like back-to-back race? Maybe because it got deferred from, you know, COVID year from last year or canceled and just moved. And then now you're, you have like bunch of like your, your big, big races. And I, then, yeah, I've heard a lot of people are still into that actually. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, are you one of those, you know, like, how do you train for those? How do you train when you don't get burnout or you don't get hurt? Because guess what? I know you guys are high achievers out there. You'd be like, did I do enough? You know, you're like, work, work, work. But then, oops, I'm getting burned out, right? Okay, Maura says, you are amazing. And Gina, Chantel says she's new. Glad to be here. Awesome. Welcome, welcome. And Gina is amazing as well. Awesome. Yes, yes. yes. We're getting a lot of compliments here. (laughs) How about, you know, athletes who have been training triathlon? Because that's in Gina. You know, she has finished already several races and guess what she said like I asked her why she want to do it and you're going to learn like because I think I can I'm capable of more <laughs> you know so you'll hear more about that so if that's you if you can resonate right now stick to it because it's going to just fire you up you're like what's next for me you know what's holding me back well what if you know if and Gina you know if and Gina actually was able to do this almost impossible because honestly when she yeah when she told me about this I asked him why (laughs) you know why you know (laughs) did you put that together so so we're gonna check that out also so tell us you know what's your goal this year you know what are your big goals because we're talking about big goals here and here in the comments yeah big goals could be different it could be you know this year I'm gonna go back to triathlon I have not been into triathlon I miss it it's been 10 years already Okay. I'm That's gonna do my big first goal. sprint. Yes. Yes. Or, or this year I'm going to overcome my fear <laughs> of the ocean. Okay. Cause you know, actually today we're going to tackle that too, because Angina's best <laughs> as well. She's going to tell you how she freaked out the day before of Oceanside. How, how <laughs> did she get through it? You know, her mindset. Okay. So tell us, share us down below. Hello, Rosie. Hello, Maura. So yeah, tell us, share us. And then so we can, you know, we can make sure to cover that. And, you know, this is a two-way conversation. Me and Vineta will go back and forth. Okay. We'll go back and forth and make sure that we answer any other remaining questions that you have. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. But I can't wait. Let's do this one. All right. <laughs> you guys want to hear now? All right. Let's have Angina from California. Welcome, Angina. How are you doing today? Hi, great. <laughs> yeah, she's she's short. Of her, so she's tell us more of her secret. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, so tell us. I mean, how did we meet? How did we meet? <laughs> I didn't know you. I think I think we just started around end of February. February. Yeah, February, somewhere there. Yeah, like the second week in February we started. But I remember you from Natasha Vo. She told okay. me um, that you were her coach a while back. Yeah. I and I reached out to her again, and she was like, "Well, try her and see." And I mean, <laughs> I had a fabulous coach from my first Ironman, sure. but I know I needed something more specific and to really push myself. Mm. So um, that's why I reached out. Yeah. When you say push yourself, what does that mean? Because were you not pushing yourself just yet then? I was, but I think I was, I think I was overtraining because oh, okay. I was, yeah, I was training, trying to do it on my own and making up my own plans from my last, from my previous coach. And I know I was burning myself out. So, and I knew like what races I wanted to do and I just needed a little structure. Mm. So when you say you were burning out, what was happening? What were you feeling? Um, I was working out an hour in the morning and an hour at night. And then I was working three 12-hour shifts. So my commute is not the closest commute. It takes me about an hour to get to work and probably close to two hours to get home. 
because of traffic. So doing that three days a week and still picking up my daughter at night um, from dance. And so, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. I'm, I'm counting my math here. I know you have 24 <laughs> hours, so 12 hours, about three hour drive. And then one hour in the morning workout, one hour. When do you do your laundry, your dishes? <laughs> you know, I, I, man, that was like, you know, how about the meat time, right? Uh, it Is was, that why you said you're burning out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Kind of on my days. Yeah. How long were you doing that? Like, like that? Uh, Probably close to a year. Um, yeah. Well, my arm, yeah, 2019. So yeah, probably close to a year. And then what would happen when you felt like you were like, oh, I'm, I can't like. Yeah, well, what triggered it? Like, oh, this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Is there anything that happened then? No. Mm-mm. I just know I needed like something more, um, probably more structure. Yeah, true. Yeah. And yeah. It's funny you say structure when I thought you have structure already, but it's your, your <laughs> yourself, right? So I think it's more a lot more brain power. Yeah. Together. Instead of come trying to come up with things on my own to do, I needed someone else to tell me, all right, do this, this, and this. <laughs> you're doing, you're telling yeah. yourself, do that. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Sounds like that would be, that would be tough. I, I don't know if I'd be It's able a lot to of thinking. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of thinking, and then you know, like people are asking already. Yes, they're they're asking <laughs> they're already you how asking. much do you sleep? So, <laughs> did yeah, you, did do you, you sleep? sleep? <laughs> um, I tr- I tr- I try to be in bed by nine thirty, no later than ten thirty. Yeah, and then up at about three o'clock, three to four yeah. o'clock. Because your shift is. 7.30 to 6, so it's not too bad, but I just, I like to get to work early. That way I can um, take sure. a nap before work. Okay, all right, all right. This is a long drive. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> all right, good. So, uh, well, and Gina, we, we met her through uh, Iron Man and Beyond. And, uh, and, and then, the friend, yeah. Yeah, through uh, one, of her, one of our former athletes as well, who did really well too. And uh, so... She was just like everyone else in Ironman and beyond. She's like, I want more. I want more. I want to learn more. And Julian actually was like, okay, here you go. Here you go. Here's the training axis. <laughs> and uh, I think she was learning a lot, but she want more. All right. So, so now, um, so one of the things that you said also is that, let me see, what are the main things that you needed help when you started that you needed help the most? Um, mostly stand injury free because last year I, while I was training, I, um, sprained my ankle Mm. training, but I still pushed myself to try to finish the 100 miler and I only got up to 70 miles. And, and then I was having the knee pain and I was like, okay. And I was having the knee pain actually before I started training. And I was like, well, something has to give. So I just thought it was just for me running so much. And if I rest, it'll go away. But then once I started back running, it'll come back. <laughs> yeah. So what did you do? That sounds like a. Uh, I've never did phone. I never phone rolled. Um, didn't use the lacrosse balls. Mm. So now I'm phone rolling. I'm using the lacrosse balls. I keep one in my car. I have one in my workout room. We have two in our other car, so. That's <laughs> <laughs> your tool, right? The lacrosse yeah. ball has become my best friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, awesome. I, I remember you said you learned that uh, once you started. That's yep. Awesome. <laughs> so one of the cheapest massage. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And portable, too. So, uh, I mean, a lot of ultra, well, actually, the new ones, because uh, I, I do also had uh, another ultra runner like, coach, I thought I should hurt because you're running far. Was that also your belief of that one when before? Yeah, of course, you're going to be sore because how many miles are running? Yeah. But then it's more of like, what what is the fine line of like sore and pain or injury? Because right. before training, you were already hurting. Right. 
was it was the mindset shift in terms of the way you see about pain injury because we have some athletes where in they are like I'm gonna push hard because I have 100 mile or like let's say <laughs> I have a half marathon for athletes here who doesn't want 100 mile or I have 70.3 it's kind of like how was it before how did you see you know like the sore pain injury before and then it did it change now um yeah before I just thought I'm running so many miles so I was expecting to have pain or expecting to hurt um not to get injured but yeah expecting to have pain but sure. I have to say yeah doing this 100 miler I was not hurting <laughs> <laughs> my hip didn't hurt my knees didn't hurt um I only um hurt I felt it at mile 90 because I fell. So, but that was like my only, that was like my only pain. Like my back wasn't hurting. My hips wasn't hurting. Crazy. Nice. And Jada, did, did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear that? She, she said on a hundred miles, she was, did you say you were surprised or you expected to not feel pain on the 100 mile? I was expecting to feel pain, but I but didn't. Did but you right. did not. Correct. I did not feel any pain. <laughs> Are you sure you were running 90 miles? That is insane. It's kind of like one of Ellen, Ellen, actually, one of those who did the 50K last time. She said, Coach, I'm surprised. I'm not even sore next day. <laughs> exactly. Only my knees were sore. <laughs> so the last 10 miles was very hard for you, for the, but the 90 miles was good. Yeah. And this I was... <laughs> okay, let's go back in terms of the timeline here. Uh, I hope you guys are not missing this one. Because this one is the first time that I actually heard. She said that she did not feel pain. Yeah, I thought it was just like something she would feel, but she did not feel anything. But like I said here, she did 100 miles Zion and she won age group, not just finished. She won age group. Okay. And she did that seven days after she got her PR on her 70.3. That am I the only one who's like scratching what happened there? <laughs> so, you know, like, let's just say, and Gina, let's put you for a moment, mm -hmm. you know, let's put you on the third person. Okay. You're watching Angina and you know who the Angina, the old Angina and the now Angina who finished that. What would you feel? Like, would you be surprised? Would you be proud? Like, how do you feel about being the third person? Like just other, because other athletes are hearing <laughs> You know what's they're, happening here? They're just calling you Superwoman. I'm like something happened. <laughs> so yeah. So how how do you see your like as a third person? How do you feel about because knowing how you were then and then now? Oh, I would say like amazing. Like how in the world would you or why would you do that back to back races? <laughs> Yeah, so amazing or crazy? No, just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah so, but you did, right? And amazing, yeah, amazing because. Oh, I would say, yeah, my different mindset, uh, my nutrition, my drinking my water, um, it really all it kind of just fell together. It just, yeah, it really fell together and. Yeah, even doing my 70.3, I wasn't hurting. Nervous, but yeah, I just wasn't hurting. You weren't hurting either. Nope, I wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, pretty amazing. You mentioned about nutrition, okay? Because I, I'm very sure that our athletes here wanted to know your secret. <laughs> what do you eat I know, 100 miles? <laughs> I, know, I know it fell up, it fell together, right? But we want to huh. know, like, so... Um, it's. I mean, it's not on accident. You can't just on accident. So, so let me at a hundred miles. <laughs> let me just show you the behind the scenes of what how Angina has been like really engaged into her training. Like she wants it. When when she said, "Coach, I have seventy point three Oceanside, and then one hundred mile." The first thing that I ask her, "What's your priority? What would make you happy?" Yes, is it you know like uh, seventy point three PR? Or the 100 mile? And what did you say? The 100 miler. 100 miler. So yeah. I said, okay, so that's your big dream. I was like, yeah. okay, got it. 
because the thing about it is that to me as a coach, uh, you know, I need to prioritize, right? Mm. So the, the, her beating her PR was a bonus. <laughs> was like, yeah. so it was a bonus. And her not feeling pain during the 70.3 and not feeling pain during the first 90 miles of the 100 miles was also a bonus because it's hard, you know? So, so yeah. So now going here, uh, I'm going to show you about the nutrition, how, how she engaged she, uh, she has been in training and even after, okay. When she, when she talks about the nutrition, we've trained our athletes of how to really pay attention to their nutrition. Yeah. And I'm not sugarcoating. I have to say it right out there. Bam, bam. I ask questions. So, uh, and also sometimes they're so busy, but I know it is important. Uh, she's very busy. And sometimes she would miss, hey, I really want to know what you want to eat or what you plan to eat. And then so I can give feedback. She would miss it sometimes, but hey, hey, I really <laughs> want to know because it's very important. I know you're training hard. I know you're busy, but it's very important. And she would do it and i love that she's doing it and she would hear back so let me show you just the behind the scenes of how we do things and communicate and as you can see i hope it's okay to show what mm -hmm. you eat what you like to eat <laughs> but <laughs> you can see here from when she started march 1 february 19 still working on my nutrition especially early morning breakfast can seem so there's a lot of communication in terms of uh you know like what what are you eating because we don't honestly we don't dictate of what to eat I don't want to remove the eggs because I know you like the eggs, <laughs> so, which I would also eat. Right. Um, so right now. So as you can see here, there's a lot of feedback. And then right here, she said, OK, and it's not just by the way, it's not just, you know, like nutrition, but it's more about, you know, the what timing and amount. OK, it's mm -hmm. not just the solid, but also the hydration. So what yeah. to eat, when to eat it and yep. how much? Yep. And sure. So. And then because if it's already working, then we don't change it. But if I see it, like, oh, let me just ask more. So as you can see here, there's a lot of like questioning, you know, for uh, food before the race, you are more focusing on a protein here, except for banana. What's the carb content on veggie sausage patties? So it's really <laughs> detailed. So I'm sure that patties have good sodium content. So so for those athletes who are in this, uh, you know, do you all, you know, are you aware of what you eat, the what timing and amount? And if it's not, I strongly suggest that you start, you know, that at least being aware of it, that's a good start already. And at least have someone who can guide you. And actually this one is just right before, you know, like for the 100 mile. Okay. So we had before 70.3, we had another uh, nutrition hot seat. We do nutrition hot seat. Uh, we're, and we talk about each athlete's nutrition. So each athlete has different here. So I, we review that one. So I'm the one who's doing nutrition hot seat. This is Julene in Arizona, Michelle in Hawaii. We got Angina nutrition for race day. How about we check that out? 1846. And since because we don't, we have timestamp. Okay. So now we talk about Angina's right here. Yay. Angina, okay. I'm reading yours. All right. I, I get, uh, so now it's not just about the uh, nutrition it's also about race strategy so my question for you did that help you and gina because i know there's a lot of yes tell me. so tell me uh how did it help you oh the the nutrition really did help and i was like very conscious on making sure my bottles were filled and i was drinking like i can't eat a lot of solids during my races but the tailwind and the um, Vitarigo and my canyon water really helped. Sure. It, yeah. I cannot stress that enough. It yeah. really did help. Yeah. Like I feel, um, I didn't hit the wall, so to speak. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was still going. It's like you, you got drugs in you, but not really, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just nutrition. I like it. Because I had yeah. those times. Yeah. I know. Having good nutrition, especially considering that you have 100 miles. That's not just one day. That's not 24 hours. You were running overnight. Right. But I remember, but I remember you kept saying, if you're tired, eat. If you feel sleepy, eat. Just 
keep eating, you'll stay awake. <laughs> yes, yes. And I did that in Red Bull, Trans-Siberian Extreme. Yes, eat. So were, so you were doing that when, did you fall asleep? Were you sleepy at all? At, at, no, nope, okay. I was not sleepy. <laughs> like this. <laughs> all right. I like, I like ultra running. I'm all eating. <laughs> That's amazing. So um, I know it was also dark, right? So even when it was dark, I'm, I'm curious, did you sleep during 100 mile or were you just like going, oh, okay. Um, I actually got into miles. 70 I got into mile 70 three hours earlier than last year okay nice so um yeah and my pacer had to be woken up to come meet me (laughs) yeah yeah nice so let's see let's see yeah are you guys getting a lot here everyone's saying like you're a superwoman (laughs) well I think this time when you finished the 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 hundred miles is it it must have felt especially awesome because the last time you did it you couldn't finish it right right was a yeah. challenge there mm-hmm. what, what happened last time oh my ankle i probably should have wrapped it at mile 50 and did not and i went right. out for another 20 miles and my pacer then i was barely moving mm like barely walking. And I told her, I said, I'm gonna have to pull myself because there's no way I can finish. Wow. So yeah. And and did you did you do your own training then last uh, year? I did. Oh, okay. I did. I did my own training. And I, like I sprung my ankle during training, rested a couple of days and then went out. Oh. <laughs> and and kept training yeah yeah so when 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 uh you know when you hurt your ankle were you able to find the root cause did you address it or did you just rest and just rest just rest yeah so you there's really no guarantee whether you're gonna hurt again or not because is that correct uh, Mm -hmm. did you see a physical therapist no no okay all right (laughs) All right, that's okay. <laughs> I think you're not the only one who does it, right? <laughs> like, okay, rest, it's good, good to go. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So now, um, so now you got the training. Um, mm-hmm. what part of the training do you think helped you with the ankle? Or did it help you at all? I would say it helped. Um, the body maintenance is what I really love. Uh, yeah. Um and using the bands, using the uh, resistant bands, which I would do every now and then. I keep one in my car um, and would do it when I have time, but not consistently. Sure. But uh, now I do. And I think it really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even after this hundred miler, um, it was only my knees that were sore. Mm-hmm. I think just the elevation and the going downhill um, was really sore, but nothing else. Like my back didn't hurt. My hips didn't hurt. Um, what did you do? <laughs> my, just the strength training, the, Specific. the body, the body maintenance and really the resistant bands really helped. And my nutrition, drinking my extra, um, alkaline water all the time and i really think it helped okay so uh for everyone who's listening to this we do have the free live training if you want to access she just mentioned the body maintenance and i discussed that one in one of the training actually you did complete that body maintenance yeah we were in i uh when uh you know when she was not uh being coached yet she learned about the body maintenance so body maintenance you want to share so body maintenance is more of uh, being proactive, being proactive and not waiting until you hurt. Is that right? And you right. know what you like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those who want that training, actually put hashtag body maintenance and uh, someone will send it to you. Could later. Be, uh, Julian will give you the training just yeah. like last time. So, um, yeah. So I discussed there. What is it? Because when I was an athlete, uh, you know. When I was an athlete being coached before, all I was doing was just swim, bike, run, swim, bike, run, swim, bike, run. And then yeah. if ever I get like, oops, it hurts, I rest. 
Mm -hmm. I don't, I didn't do anything. And then like, oops, and then I went back to training yeah. and then it hurts again. So, but this time the difference, one of the big difference, big game changer is doing the body maintenance. Okay. And yeah. not waiting and not waiting till it hurt. Yeah. And how do we do that? <laughs> yeah. So how do we do that? So, so for uh, Angina, when she started, um, I asked like, what's hurting? What's your weak, weak link? So everyone, so those who are, you know, following this, you know, find your weak link. You know, if you keep hurting on that area, we gotta, we gotta do something about it. Yes. Rest is good. But you know, if you don't do something different, knock on wood, so hopefully it doesn't go back. But if you're racing a hundred mile, <laughs> like dude, the body's gonna complain. Right. But it did mm -hmm. it for you. Nope. <laughs> you're like just the uh terminator the robo woman <laughs> robocop <laughs> all right so good stuff um let me see so you guys got that one who wants the body maintenance we can give that to you we also did talk about some nutrition stuff so if you want some help on the nutrition we also have that live training okay so let's see um anyone else who has questions here i do have a question but anyone else in the group Let's see here. That's so me right now. Uh, do you follow a vegetarian or vegan diet? I think that answer. Is um, I'm vegetarian. There you go. Yeah. And no dairy. And were you? Okay, good. Um, were you vegetarian for a while now? Oh, since yeah. last year. I've yeah, been so vegetarian for like 29 years. So. Uh, okay. So you have been vegetarian. Yeah. Right. It is really not the game, you know, everyone, if you want to do what she did, it's not really the big game changer as well. <laughs> you can do it. You can have your chicken, your beef, you know, but I think because she was already vegetarian last year, right? Mm -hmm. I yeah. think, you know, so definitely still nutrition is what she just Important. mentioned. Yeah. She's, uh, she's already saying to you guys. All right. So anything and else? And the body maintenance for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you perform any core strengthening? I do with my training. I do the, yeah. How long is it? 15 minutes only, right? 10, it is. 15 minutes. It's only 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I like those. <laughs> yes. Who likes to work out less hours? Who can guess how many hours was she working out each day, considering that she has 100 mile? Yes. Put the number. Let's see the guesses. Put the number there. How many hours, if you are the one who's about to actually, you know, do this crazy thing? Yeah. <laughs> How about if you do a full Ironman first and then you go 100 miles next? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay. So everyone. Mara says two hours. Mara, two hours a day. Okay. Anyone else? And this one, we're talking about swim, bike, run here. You know, mm -hmm. 100 mile, right? Yesenia says, I'm so impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Jen, Jen says, says two, two and, and a half hours. 14, oh, yeah. 14 hours weekly. Yesenia said, uh, Yesenia, what, how many hours each day? That's You're doing hours, my math. That's two hours a day. <laughs> all right. All day, same. Okay. All right. So uh, the answer is right here, actually. She was only doing one and a half hours per day. She thought she had to do two to three hours, which she was actually doing. Yeah. And it was burning her out. I remember you mentioned at one point, you said you were looking at Strava, what your friends were doing. Yes. Yeah. Glad you mentioned that. Everyone else here, who here has Strava? Who here has Strava? Tell me about that. Follow her. So <laughs> before, there you go. Before you were looking at Strava, and what were you doing? Yeah, because I was like, oh, dang, they're working out so much and I'm slacking. So um, maybe I need to up my game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I had to get off that because, yeah, I was comparing myself to how many hours other people was was training. And I was like, maybe that's why I'm not getting faster or yeah, maybe, you know, that's why I didn't finish. So. So because last year, so last year you were already following, checking out others. Yep. Okay. So whenever you see some others that they're working out more, so you mm -hmm. you're the one who's doing the training yourself. So you, you, right. You, oh, yeah. You, you I, increase the training. I think you mentioned you went up to three hours a day or something. Yeah. There were some days I did three hours a day. Okay. That's a lot of hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
no wonder you were burning out. <laughs> um, was that also causing some pressure on your head? Like whenever you look at Strava and you're like, oh shit, I got to do more, but I don't have time anymore, but I got to do more. I need to finish hundred mile. It's like, like going yeah. back and forth. Were you, were you feeling that? Yeah. Yeah, I was. And then if and it was stressful, <laughs> it was stressful, especially like you want to finish that hundred mile. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'll do whatever it takes. And you were doing more hours. Oh, yep. Yeah. And I and thought I would be exhausted to during a hundred miles, but sure. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So before the 100 mile, were you saying, did you say yours to yourself? Did I do enough or, okay, I got this one. How did you feel going into the 100 mile last year? Oh yeah. Last year, I always questioned myself. Did I do enough hours? Did I do enough training? Maybe I shouldn't have skipped that day. Oh, <laughs> uh, guilt. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, I was really stressed last year going into that hundred miler. So how do you, how did you deal with that when you were like, did I do enough? Do you talk to your friends or like how you just, no. get, just I would don't just go, go at it? Yeah. Yeah. You had to go through that. Okay. So how, how is that uh, going into a 70.3 and then 100 mile this time? uh, time Just one year later. Um, What was the difference? I think I was more stressed about the swim on the Mm 70.3 because I couldn't get out past the waves. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But the hundred miler, I had a different mindset this year because I was like, I know I'm going to finish and I never questioned that I wasn't because I felt stronger and I knew I could. So I never questioned myself about the hundred miler. It was the 70.3 is what I questioned myself with. Yeah. 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 That's different. And uh, well, the main reason being is that we focus more on the run, run, right? Yeah. Yeah. But amazingly. Yeah. You still did. Well, on the ocean side you yeah. actually beat your pr on ocean side yeah and even though even though i think you only have three ocean swim yes right and you, you even that. you were at the ocean and you beat your time on another race prior to that yes. where it was only bay where and there's no wave at all you beat the time too exactly yeah so uh is there anything that occurred you know like what is there anything that you did in terms of the swim itself because you beat your yeah your 1.2 mile swim <laughs> um i kept telling myself dive deep and swim fast just dive deep swim fast and that's what i did like dive deep and swim fast <laughs> i did it yeah Congrats. that's amazing i know i know how nervous you were uh, before yeah. that. Okay. I was, so yeah, I was terrified going out into Ocean's Eye because I could not get out on the practice swim. There yeah, was just, so, um, yeah. Yeah. So for everyone, you know, what happened was that during the practice swim, that wave was so high. It was the day prior, prior to the race. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so that freaked out and Gina, like, this is high, you know, and then there's a lot of like, okay, what, what, what's going to happen tomorrow? You know? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So let, we, uh, Jen has actually a question. Uh, what's your longest training run before the 100 miles? I think it was 30 miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 30 yeah. miles was my longest run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> surprising answer for a lot of people here yes isn't it (laughs) 30 miles yeah she didn't do 50 she didn't she didn't have to you know to to race for a 50 miler to get there because sometimes you know because i i i have had my you know ultra running experience and before i had my coach don't i need to go that distance but the distance is just a number and what happened really is the overall stress all mm-hmm. throughout, it's the accumulation of all the training. And most importantly, it's not volume is important, but it's not the only metrics of how, whether you're going to do well or not. It's the quality. Let's see. Yep. 
It's what yeah. you do, how you use that limited time of yours. She got, she, she told me she was so strict. She was, she said, I only have one and a half hours ago. So I'm like, scratching my head. How can I make, <laughs> how can I make this happen? All right. How can I make this happen? So, uh, so yeah, it's the quality. So now how do we do the quality? Did you, I think this just blew somebody's mind. Did you guys hear that? You don't need to do the entire volume if you know how the numbers happen and what happens and how you do the accumulation of being prepared for this all right it's There's... very important uh like you asked me like how did i train to do the 23 iron man in 34 days that was 2020 i did not do the 23 iron man in training same thing right so for you right. it, what's amazing is that you you the the maximum was 30 miles oh. um let me see here uh, I think that's a very different approach than what, what usually people go after. And that's, that's why they're always running out of time to train because they're trying to get those miles. Yeah. Were you surprised about that? That, you know, Oh, one, one and a half hour is all I need. Um, I think so because yeah, I was, because I know when I was training myself, I was putting in so many hours thinking that, I need all of these hours because how can I be on my feet for this amount of time for these many hours? Mm. So, yeah. But you still followed the plan. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, but what made you do that? <laughs> you felt 100% confident when yeah. you, before the start. That's so uh, uh, was there like a bottle in your belief systems, like, you know, like what you believed before, and then now you say one, hundred, one and a half hour, and then I give you one and a half hour, you follow it. What's going on with in your head? Uh, because I do feel stronger. Okay. Even okay. in that, so that short that. amount of time. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's amazing. All right. So who here? Who wants to work out? You know, actually vote for her. It's one and a half. Mainly because she got 100 miles. But really, honestly, you only need one hour or less. But it has to be very specific to you. To you. And also you with your schedule. Because her schedule is crazy. Yeah. 12 yes. hour shift and she told me she wakes up at 3 a.m oh okay and the <laughs> next thing she tells me she's gonna go out you know for her daughter's competition dance competition so that's mm -hmm. another like instead of her going out in trails running long hours she is supporting her daughter and watching dance competition on weekends so she only has one day off really you know and it changes it does change too so mm -hmm. There's a lot of different moving factors. Uh, is there anything else that you guys want to ask? Oh, oh, how many? I don't think she knows it, but let's go ask her. How many miles did you run per week? Oh, I don't. I know, because Chantel, good question. Because if you ask me also, how many hours did she run? I'm going to tell you, I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> but we can get it in her training peaks because that's not how I plan her workouts. Right. And yeah, that's not how I plan. And I know, I do know a lot of books say like, you got to reach a certain knowledge every week, but it's not about, like I said, it's not about the numbers, not about the distance. It's not, it's a good, you need to have a base, but really is important is what you do during that week. Very specific because each, because each athlete is different. Like for example, your weak link is your ankle. Right. right. Gotta address that thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Vinetta saw that you were having a hard time squatting. Right. It's going on there also. So we, we address that with the body maintenance. Yeah. So it's yeah. not just running. Yeah. It was the time that you was putting in. So it wasn't the mileage that you was putting in. You was putting in I know. Like 45 minutes, an hour. And so whatever miles I can get in during that time. And I'm not a fast runner, but I felt good doing the runs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. That's awesome. Um, well, I am curious, out of all of that, you mentioned a, a, a lot of things. What do you think made the biggest difference for you uh, working together with Coach Shangla and the rest of the team, the registered dietitian, the physical therapist, with your, with your triathlon and running goals? What made the biggest difference? Um, it was the time, the time maintenance, especially with the runs, because... When I was doing my own training, it was, I had to get in five miles. So if the five oh. miles took me over an hour, I would 
I have to kind of factor that in my day as opposed to you run this amount of time and whatever miles I can get in in that time, that's what I got done. So I like that part of it. And I didn't feel the pressure on meeting a certain distance. Yeah. Ah. So less stress. Yes, most definitely. Is he just like, okay, coach said so. (laughs) (laughs) It's on her. It's on her. I just have to follow it. And I think it's also, it's kind of like giving up permission. Yeah. Like it's okay. Mm -hmm. Right. It's okay to spend time with your family. Yeah. Or like go to your dance competition. So how about you guys? How, How many hours do you train? Yeah. I'd like to know. Good. Put it in the comments. Let's see. Let's see how many hours you guys do it. Um, you guys have any other questions for her? She's been answering questions. So, <laughs> yeah. She's still here. So what's next for you? My next upcoming race are the swims, the ocean swims. So I have my one mile swim um, and two mile swim, a swim relay, and then Ironman Florida in November. Yeah. <laughs> exciting year. Exciting year. So now how about we add on? No, I'm just kidding. 100 mile after that. I am Florida. You know, it's oh, a no. running. It's a running. It's a running month on November. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. So, um, well, I don't know if we touched base about that. What, why the schedule was like that was because uh, it got deferred. So her 100 yeah. mile Zion got deferred from last year to this year. And it landed, you know, like after seven days after Oceanside. So she made a yeah. choice. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to move it. I think I can do it. And she did it. All right. So, I mean, that's what we do here. Everyone, we help busy high achievers just like in Gina, who said, like, I think I'm capable for more. I've been racing for a while. I want my big dreams, but I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to DNF again. I don't want to waste my time. Okay. And we help busy achievers just like you all because she came from Ironman and beyond as, as well. So, you know, we touched base about nutrition. Let me just review this one here. So if you're just calling in, you know, you can get the replay so you can actually, uh, you know, learn a lot. We talked about nutrition, body maintenance. You know, some, some part of it is actually structuring your time, how, <clears throat> how much time you have to put in in such big, big, uh, big dreams that you have. Uh, and also, you know, what we also touch base here is what we do for our athletes. So hopefully I can see it. We help our athletes. It's not just, we're not the typical coaches, you know, we don't just swim, bike, run. <laughs> we want, you know, we want longevity in training and racing. We want optimal health. We want machines, happy individual who's like, who's not even sore. <laughs> I didn't say she went back to work after that 100 mile, <laughs> right? So uh, we yeah. help our athletes. How do we do it? By helping them with training that swim, bike, and run, nutrition, body maintenance, which is injury prevention, race strategy, mental fitness. We teach our athletes in all this once. We teach them and not just like, hey, do this, do that. And then you check off the box. It's about how you do it. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and also, uh, also being aware of what you're doing right now. Like, for example, for her, she became more aware with the nutrition. Okay. What she does when she feels discomfort. Okay. So all that we help athletes and we actually, uh, let me see here if I can pull that up. So training, nutrition, body maintenance, mental fitness, race strategy. What I did forget actually to ask you is that did this one, hopefully I can find it here. Sorry, I'm showing you my screen. <laughs> All right, right here. Okay, so this one here, we do have also the race strategy. I know you asked for it last time, the checklist. Did this one help you on the 70.3? You remember uh, this or maybe not? I think I did see what, it. How, what, what do you do this one? Yeah. So this one is a race strategy checklist, just really organize things. Okay. Yeah, to make sure I had everything. Yeah, just to make sure you had everything. So everyone, so if you guys have big dreams, just like Angina, okay, Mm -hmm. if you've been motivated, okay, and you have like, oh, I'm not sure if that is actually even doable. I want to do that. 
you know, just put hashtag game plan down below. We can have a chat and give you insights of what's, you know, what we can do about it. Okay. How we can help you the next big steps. And because we already have a lot of free trainings there that actually, and Gina went through it. I'm like, no, okay, cool. All right. And actually, uh, and that's where she started. And right now she's like, just a happy. happy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, how about this one, Angina, just last before we let you go, you know, if how what can what's the top three things that you can advise athletes who have goals like you do, who have been training for a while, trying to do their own training, you know, and then also trying to balance, you know, life. Like, what can you advise? Top three things we want to um, learn from your amazing queen, Angina. I think my top three would be. Um, your mindset of what you want to do, push forward. Um, two is being structured and following the training peaks. And three, actually being patient. Okay. Yeah, just being patient and knowing that it's going to work. Patient. Do you mind if I ask you another one? I thought I said, <laughs> what do you mean by patient? Which part of the process were you patient? Um, I think just the running part. Um, for me, it's the, um, probably the running part or okay. uh, mostly the swim part, knowing that I did practice swimming. I did practice the ocean swimming. I got in before, so just have the mindset saying, I know I can get in again. So, yeah. Awesome. Do you guys enjoy this one? How cool that is? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I am so, you know what? I know you've been busy and, you know, your day off is only Friday for the past week. So I'm really, really happy that we got you in today because everything that you have shared to us is very valuable. It's like a lot of it is like high opener for a lot of athletes. And, you know, like, seriously, like we went to nutrition, body maintenance, how are you recovering fast? And I just learned that, you actually did not feel anything. I read the stuff. Nope. Like, amazing. <laughs> Congratulations again. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank Until you. next time. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. So next week, we're going to have, again, our free live training. So just tune in. We're going to announce to you what's next. Thanks again. And Gina, till next time. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.